Jack Frost, Tiny Canadians, Time Travel, and Snow Globes. We are talking about Santa Claus 3 on this episode of CTM at the Movies. Hello, everybody, and welcome to CTM at the Movies. My name is Jamie Lee, and this is the first episode. I am joined by my husband, Jared Lee, sitting next to me. Hello. And Jeremy Stein, all the way in Florida. Hello, Hello. Jeremy. How's it going? It's going good. I like your sweater. Thank you. I had to put my fan on high so that I could wear it. Otherwise, I would just be sweating. <laughs> yeah, because you really don't have sweater weather in Florida. Yeah, it's uh, six something today which is cool for us 60 degrees oh, i love 60 degrees it's like right 22 now. here Ugh. yeah it's gross yeah <laughs> well anyway so this like i said this is the first episode of ctm at the movies and what is ctm what at the is movies? ctm at the movies? let me tell you so basically and we're, we're concentrating on disney movies specifically we're going to watch a movie um it, it can be old old new crazy not crazy good bad right just any well, kind. The caveat for the most part is going to be bad disney movies okay so bad disney movies and we watch them and then we talk about how bad they are pretty much pretty much um so uh so we're this is um we're going to be talking about like plot points and um characters and basically everything so basically, Jamie's going to try and keep it on track. Jeremy try. and I are going to go off tangents about the weird Good stuff in the movies. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie will try and veer us back on course. And it will just be this battle probably for about an hour to an hour and a half. So <laughs> I think that'll be basically it. Yeah. I'm excited. Hey. And this so. movie was awful. Yeah. Okay. So we watched the Santa Claus 3. Terrible. Okay. First of all, have you seen it before we yeah, watched it? Yeah, I had seen it before okay. when I was younger. And I don't remember it being that bad. I didn't either. <laughs> Had you seen it, Jeremy? I I watch it every single Christmas. I'm not so even you're, kidding because you're we familiar. because we love Santa Claus one and two, and so we just round it out with three because then it's like, yeah, it's like I, I don't I can't even explain what it is and why we watch it, but I just feel like we have to after we watch the first two. Like you're completing um, the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Now this year it was different because I had to just immediately go to Santa Claus three, uh, watched it during the day without the family. So I'm guessing when we start to move down the line this holiday season, I'll have to watch it again. Um, but yeah, it is, it is nothing compared to the first two movies, which I think are great. Let's talk about that because it, there's a, there's a glaring like difference between the, especially the first one and the third one. Yeah. I think the first one is really good. Like it's, it's one of my top favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, it's a solid Christmas movie. Yeah. Instant yeah, classic. Yeah. This movie, like Santa Claus 3 had so much wasted time with, like the beginning of the movie where they have the delivery room scene where they're rushing in the delivery room and nothing happened. They, they they took out like five minutes to do this whole like rushing her through the North Pole to have the baby because, spoiler alert, Mrs. Claus is pregnant the whole movie. So she's like super <laughs> moody and emotional. Not and, technically the whole movie. Well, most. <laughs> Up until about depends 30 on what seconds realm, to go. Depends on what realm we're in. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah, and then, then nothing happens. And it was like, five minutes of the beginning opening scene 
it's just it, I, I was so confused. And then in the the <laughs> the delivery room is like an elf sized room, so Santa can't even like afford or <laughs> thought ahead to have right. a normal sized delivery room. Yeah, that part is a little strange. But what I what I did love is is right before that, I actually is my only my favorite line of the movie is when she because she's the teacher, of course, she was a principal, comes up, moves to the North Pole, marries Santa, um, so now she's a teacher, and the one kid says. Why can't we learn what we want to learn? And I was just like, this could be a whole other just talk show about our thoughts on education in school. And I'm like, they nailed it in Santa Claus 3. That tiny little elf <laughs> kid knows. You know, why can't we just learn what we want to learn? And then she's going to go into all. Yeah, then goes into kind of this whole story and stuff. But um, yeah, I thought that was that well, was weird. That was just waste. You're right. There was wasted time. There was so much like there were so many parts that were trying to be funny. Yeah, like the one that stuck out to me was whenever it's who's the head elf or whatever the kid. Oh, can we talk it's about not, that? Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. Where's Bernard? Um, okay, uh, the guy. What's his name? Yeah, David um, Crumb Holtz. Yes, I know he was he filming was, Numbers. Yes, and he couldn't be in the movie, so they just they just didn't even explain it though. Yeah, it's just all of a sudden Curtis is elf number yep. one, who Bernard was an outstanding elf, very intelligent. Yeah. Uh, Curtis is a moron. So ha- Curtis, like how he takes Curtis over. let Jack Frost completely take over the North Pole within a matter of like 20 minutes. Yeah. And with he tricked nonsense. Him. <laughs> well, and okay. Jack Frost tricks him like in the old school like uh, sitcom way, like a threes company. You know that old like, yes. do you know where the snow, or I know where the snow globe thing is, but why don't you just tell me so I know you know, like that kind of thing. Like, oh, and Curtis yeah, is a, a that whole part. Idiot. And he was, he was so obvious with, he clearly, clearly was like... Uh, had bad intentions like he would sit in corners and glare at people and then yeah. walk up and just it, it was just like who like how did this even happen like the north pole is just very poorly ran okay yeah. let's 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 rein it back here we're gonna go and talk about how the movie is set up so it's in, not is the problem case, <laughs> okay in case someone hasn't you know seen it before so the movie opens up and uh, mrs claus claire carol carol right? carol Carol. Carol. She is. I call her whiny Mrs. Claus. Whiny Mrs. Claus. She's apparently a teacher (laughs) for some of the elves or children, I guess. And wait, this whole movie was her telling a story, wasn't it? Yes, it was. You forget that, don't you? They did not because the kids said, "Yeah, why can't we learn what we want to learn?" She wanted to learn about how the the baby was born. Then it moves Uh, right into. But it's not very clear that it's all a flashback. And they never called it back in the middle of the movie. Like a lot of times in the call, like you'll be telling a story, they'll at least have one part in the middle where it's like back to them telling the story and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this is retail. They never never mention it again until the very end. Yep. (laughs) Nope, they don't. (laughs) At the very end, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember yeah. this. Yeah, so it's really good. It's really confusing once you go back to the end. You're like, oh yeah, totally. So she's telling the story about the baby, I guess, right? Like before yeah. the baby. Yeah, I think. Or kids, I forget what. The Which is not like was. a happy story. I mean, not really. Well, it, it kind of is. I don't know. It gets off the rails. Yeah. Um. So we are entirely in a flashback for the whole movie, and we're at the North Pole. Right. Shocker. Shocker. Yes. And she's what, thirty nine and a million weeks pregnant and well, like well, where is the baby? The funny know? part was the whole this part of the the, the drama of this of the movie was she was afraid that she was never going to have the baby. Like yeah. there was a real fear. I was like, what if the baby never comes? I'm like <laughs> are you worried that this thing is just gonna stay inside your belly forever? 
Because I don't think that's a legit concern. I mean, she's married to a mythical creature. So that's I mean, true. I See, and here's here's a question for you before we move on. <laughs> Santa doesn't age, correct? As what from what we that's can right. tell, apparently, yeah. Right. Everybody around him does, including Curtis. Obviously, Curtis got bigger over the past three movies. He got older. <laughs> he got bigger. She yeah. obviously aged. I must say that she aged very, very well. What's her Elizabeth Mitchell? Elizabeth I think Mitchell. I've always thought she's really pretty. Very, like she was very on Lost attractive. And stuff. Claws. Um, but so how does that work? Why did the, why do the elves age? Santa doesn't. And if she's going to keep aging, that's just going to get really weird at one point. I think you're just supposed to not notice. Okay. Well, and also, if if she in fact doesn't age because Santa doesn't age, then she theoretically couldn't have a child. Right. So he see, baby could be stuck forever. So she had a legitimate concern, see? Jared. See? It's a good point. It all makes sense. This movie, it's, it's a deep one. It's, by the <laughs> end of this, we're going to be like, this is one of the most intelligent, put-together <laughs> movies in the history of the world. By now the way, we get it. Can we also talk about how in this movie, can, I know the, all the other movies were like the kids, all the elves are kids, but they're not really kids. Like in all three movies, that's been yeah. the, the case. But in this one particularly, it seemed like Santa had a cult full of children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a little creepier. Like it got mm-hmm. really weird in some scenes, and it was just like I'm not like the whole thing. I think beginning was really kind of cute, and maybe it's it's just the way that it was done in this movie. But it didn't come across as cute as much as I believe all these kids are here against their will. It's like, a small world, yeah. basically. This is it's a small world brought to screen where there's a bunch of right children held yeah. captive, performing. Yeah. But see, in the first movie, it was they were they were hidden because everything wasn't in the really in the North Pole as much. Most of a lot of it took place. I guess, oh, I that's mean, right. I yeah, they Earth, had like a secret pad. Yeah, but remember the kids were like hidden throughout. Like you didn't know it was they were elves. They just looked like kids that were kind of like within all the other kids. But then you would notice one had little pointy ears, and you're like, oh, yeah. Whereas now they're all just yeah shoved down your throat. All these tiny little Canadians. <laughs> yeah, and that was the whole plot. Was that it went, well? Okay, you can go on. Yeah, about I'll, it. I'll keep going. So, um, okay, so she's worried about having the baby um, before Santa has to go and deliver all the toys. Which, by the way, she's angry the whole time that he is being Santa Claus around Christmas time. Yeah, I, that part upsets <laughs> yeah. me. She, every time he would like have to deal with like toy manufacturing, she would like have a mental breakdown yeah. and start crying. She's like, like how how dare you put the, the <laughs> What about happiness your of billions of children over me during the like, busiest time the, every season. single time and she would just sit there and like look at him like why doesn't he pay attention to me and like yeah. it's probably like december i'm guessing they never say when we are in this whole thing but it has to be like two days before christmas yeah, yeah so. a couple days so yeah. like he's in the pinch and he's trying to get done and she's the whole time like she's just worried and by the way we never actually see him be santa like in terms of like delivering presents to kids we never see it no, it's always pre one. and then him having the baby. That's, That's true. true. He actually doesn't do his. He never Santa does duties. the Santa thing. Like he never gets yeah. on the sleigh with all the reindeer and says, ho, 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 Mary, and flies off. Never does it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just something I noticed. But anyway, so she's she's a nervous Nelly about having the baby. And then he gets this idea. Well, it's because your family's not around. So let's go bring your family to us because apparently he she can't go to them. It's almost like that, yeah, she can't leave the North Pole. Like, Santa can leave, but she can't. But was the concern that she was so pregnant that he was uh, right. worried for yeah, her yeah. safety, I mean, I, I guess, guess, but then yeah. part of the, when, okay, well, okay, then her parents end up coming. Yes, they, yeah. they, uh. Along with 
Well, first Judge of all, Reinhold. Well, first of all, oh, she has not seen her parents movie. in like years. Yeah, it's like they, they she got taken away and she wasn't allowed to have outside contact with the world. Right. And and Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin, he the first time he sees Xanda basically says like, "Well, my daughter hasn't seen you." Well, like, all that stuff. What was and, that? Whatever. And uh, so they take him or take the parents to Canada to quote unquote Canada, and um, using the Sandman to put them to sleep yeah right. i forgot they had all the mythical crete or people <laughs> i forgot about that yeah but they use him to put them to sleep so they sleep in the sleigh and then they also go grab his ex-wife and her mm-hmm. husband yep. and stepdaughter but not really stepdaughter the little girl that's yeah. clearly 14 that acts like she's nine dude her voice was so annoying <laughs> yeah. i was like oh, I, <laughs> I was like i'm gonna i'm gonna that was the weird but she yeah. clearly was like at least 14 years old but she was acting like she was five and she was acting like she was way younger it was yeah. really off-putting and weird. and the sandman was able to implant thoughts and memories into their head because he basically right. when they woke up they thought they were on an airplane so not only can he just knock people out, he can literally embed whatever thought and memory he wants. That's creepy. That's that right, because they each had a different version of the <laughs> yeah. flight. Yep. So it's almost That's like right. this is also Inception. Yeah. Kind of. We're like inserting kind of. dreams into people. Yep. Right. And, and then, when they, yeah, then when they get to Canada, not once do they question the legitimacy <laughs> of any of this. So they're basically well, they won- two of the stupidest people on the planet. Yep. Well, like they one time yeah. said something about the kids, everyone being so small, yeah. and then they said, "Oh, they're Canadians." And I'm like, "Well, wait a minute, is this a slam <laughs> on Canadians being short?" And then Mrs. Claus the whole time keeps demanding to see tall people, like she's she goes, really oh tall people. She's really yeah. sick and tired <laughs> really... of short people. Like she says it like three or four times about like she clearly wants a tall person. I was like, yeah. I I feel like there's some sort of like. <laughs> Mrs. Claus is is very unhappy. <laughs> yeah, she she doesn't belong. Um, no. When they when they well, I like when they first get there. Their way of saying it's Canada is there's a Canadian flag. Everybody wears basically touristy can- Canadian shirts. <laughs> and then if you notice in the I don't know why I noticed this and I jotted this down. The store in the background when they first get there is called the Canadian Bacon Exchange. I didn't see that. <laughs> really. <laughs> so this basically makes it Canada. Even though everything yes. literally looks like gingerbread houses and all. So, again, two well, of the dumbest people on the planet. Yeah, and they never yeah, questioned. They there were no cars. The set on this was like a room. Like, okay. it wasn't big. And then, like, so <laughs> in Canada, I guess they think that there's just no cars and it's the size of a very small town. Yeah. Well, it has to yeah. be small because all the people are so short. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about the set, first of all. Okay, obviously, this is not filmed on location. This is a soundstage. Yeah. I mean, they didn't go to the North Pole? They didn't. <laughs> They went to Canada. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but so they're inside the whole time. And you can, I mean, it feels that way. Everything feels, and I don't know if you agree with this me, with me, but it feels very, like, cheap. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, this was Like, they budget. cut corners Jack a bunch. Jack Frost looked like, yeah, <laughs> the whole getup of Martin Short, who, which, by the way, Martin Short is Jack Frost. Who you love, Jeremy. Ugh. This, <laughs> if, if they took... If they had anybody else play him, if they had, if they, I mean, honestly, the movie could have been saved if Martin Short wasn't in it, I think. And what I don't like about him is he's an over actor. He just, he yeah. just, like, just play it as Jack Frost. You don't have to do everything with, like, just overacting and every little twitch in his face and every word. It's just so overdone that it's completely unbelievable. 
you don't even believe he's just that that's a real human being you believe it's martin short trying to like win an oscar or something i don't know which by the way this was actually up for several awards um what? They were they like, were all they were all the um the the Razzie awards or whatever. Oh, those I was going to say the Razzie. Yeah, I see that. yeah. Worst actor, worst screen couple, worst supporting actor, worst prequel or sequel, and worst excuse for family entertainment. That's literally <laughs> one of the awards that it was up for. Oh I God. agree with every single one of these. Which, by the way, can we also talk about? We have this council of legendary figures that pops up. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is how this is how we're introduced to Jack Frost. Is like yep. this le- this this council of legendary figures, and they're all having a meeting right before Christmas because Jack Frost is basically like trying to be a prima donna or something. Yeah. Like he's doing. He did something. No, like, and they said there's two hundred something. Yeah, like two hundred and seventy three counts of attempted upstaging of Santa, yeah. which they acted <laughs> like was punishable by death. Pretty much. Yeah. I was like, which they could have be- ended the movie right there if he had shown up and they had just put a noose around his neck yeah like this lynching like he's i would have been fine oh been no okay. it wouldn't have ended the movie because there's three different stories going on in this movie there really that is. was the other thing there were so many stories <laughs> like, going, what's on. going on there was like yeah and then not to mention this movie is like he had 30 minute intro 30 minute middle 30 minute end yeah like that and was how the whole the, the movie was the most like it was barely 90 minutes mm-hmm. barely and are we supposed Did- to completely forget that peter boyle was uh scott calvin's boss in santa claus one and then I in santa claus that. two and three he's father time Yep, noticed that. I didn't like, even that's realize just that. Uh, well, see, I guess maybe maybe we weren't supposed to notice because Jared never did. <laughs> I but didn't yeah. notice. Yep. Or was that mean that does that mean the whole time that Father Time was just grooming Scott Calvin to become Santa? Oh, mind blown! Did it just go deep? Boom. See, this movie keeps getting better and better. It's getting deeper. <laughs> Here's the other thing: Father Time. I'm pretty sure it was Moses. He looked like Moses. Did, he did. Kind of, he yeah. had a cane, like or not a cane. It was like a a shepherd's thing whatever you want to call that what do you call those staff yeah like a yeah look i get a scepter or a staff scepter like, that sounds cooler <laughs> which yeah they should have had a cooler scepter for him but yeah so basically jack frost is like uh, trying to upstage santa and this was like the worst thing ever so the whole then the solution to this is let jack frost stay and help santa yeah and then they're just like okay that's a good idea like yeah. well, because, whole, well, that's because they let it slip about the escape clause, and then that's when Jack Frost is like, "Oh, let me stick around and help, and maybe you can teach me." Then he goes and fools Curtis because Curtis is a big old dummy, and figures out what he needs to do to enact the escape clause. Yeah, and it's like, well, how? We, Why what would this say? ever be written into mythological right. like, theory? And then there's like, clause. there's ten minutes of Jack Frost just like starting fires yeah. <laughs> messing with the cappuccino machine freezing things like it, it, it it's just the whole time and it's like nobody ever asked what this guy's doing like everyone is just going about their business like oh that's normal like this guy here and like they're just the north pole is full of a bunch of dummies yeah they are yeah. and why are they still making toys like it's 1910 i thought this movie was supposed to be like take place in the 2000s but, and they're still building like wooden trucks with with you know, wooden tires and little right. rockets that, like, what? That's not the toy. They should be building like Xboxes and PS4s, right? And was it the first one where they were building more like up to date toys? I thought they were. I thought that yeah, was they were too. getting all technological about it. That's yeah. the thing. I was like, that yeah, the toys yeah, the toys didn't make any sense, and they were like behind the whole time. I'm like, they've had a year. Like, why are they waiting for production the whole time? All right, sorry, we're <laughs> off on the thing. Get us back on track. Um, where were we? 
Uh, we were talking about the, le- the Council of Legendary Figures. Oh, okay. and the Easter Bunny looked like a demonic demon. Dude, he yes. looked freaky. You think and bears are scary? Whew. He, Imagine a room full of those being sexually frustrated and singing about <laughs> it. Later on in the movie, toward the end, he sexually harasses Santa Cla- or Mrs. Claus's mom. <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable yep. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, is this really happening? And he's like yes. making all these innuendos. Yep. And I was just like, what are we watching? No, he's making her sing. Like he has her sing or something. And I don't know. There was some, I remember some line about carrots and I was like, this is, this is too much. Yeah. This is inappropriate. It's, it's, it's unsettling. Yes. Correct. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right. So we have, uh, okay. Santa's trying to get all the, the, the toys made and wife is panicking about the baby. And then we have Jack Frost trying to, just cause havoc what is that his purpose just to make santa seem like he's not doing a good job so that he decides that he doesn't want to be santa was that the was that i don't know i think he was yeah. putting that wedge between he, yeah i think you're right jamie he was basically okay. stressing out santa and putting him behind knowing that he then that would put a wedge between him and mrs claus and her family that he could, I then think, trick him into saying, hey, life would have been easier if I had never been Santa Claus. So literally the only yeah. intelligent plot point of the entire movie is that he had a plan. Like, he was almost like the Joker at this point, like where the Joker would set up those elaborate plans in, uh, in um, The Dark Knight, you know, and like with yeah. the like, fairies and all. Like, he actually set up a good plan, and I think that was kind of the, um, the whole purpose of it. Um, well, and the whole thing was he felt like he didn't – Santa got all the credit, and he wanted credit. Right. So his whole plan was to become Santa to then get credit. Yeah. Which, on uh, the whole time he does all these shenanigans is when Santa leaves to go get his ex-wife's family, Judge right. Reinhold, and <laughs> it's Mrs. Claus's parents. This is when he does everything. So like, And then he leaves and says, I, did he leave Jack Frost like in charge? Was that what he did? That's the thing. Why is everybody taking like yeah, orders like, from this guy? When when five minutes into the meeting, they go from you should be banished and killed to, yeah, all right, I like you. Let's go. And like, the, <laughs> wouldn't the head elf be in charge? Like he knows what's going on. Like Jack Frost, well, yeah, the whole thing. That was, was Curtis. Like, and Curtis is okay, a big dummy. We need to talk so. about Curtis. Okay. We need to talk about Curtis because I cannot stand Spencer Breslin. I didn't He's even know that was his name. Ter- yeah. That's Abigail Breslin's brother. Little Miss Sunshine? Yes. Who's in the beginning of the That's movie? That's right, yeah. Oh, my. I totally did not connect. Right? That. Okay. So yeah. oh, wow. he was an actor. Like, he was in, like, Cat in the Hat and, like, all those movies from the, like, mid-2000s. Yeah. And then he just dropped off the face of the earth because he's a terrible actor. I just... Yeah. I. He's bad. Yeah. He's bad. If we could get somebody different, then yes. But, like, he just... Try to like try to be funny by like tripping over his words and making jokes and like I was just like I can't even follow what you're saying, dude. Just, just well, sh- not to mention he goes from Jack Frost asks about the escape clause, yeah, and he says it's classified, <laughs> and from that moment within 20 seconds he's told him everything about <laughs> the escape clause like, because Jack ma- drawn a map, like right, <laughs> which because Jack, Jack Frost was like, oh, well, if you don't know, then you couldn't tell me, and you're probably not in charge, and so to prove to him that he was in charge and actually important, he tells him everything. Yes, like. This is ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how he finds out about the escape clause, which is right. Santa has to hold. Apparently there was they sh- every Santa that's been has a snow globe. Yep. Yes. A floating snow globe, yes. which is common knowledge, which is very common. <laughs> and apparently if you take your snow globe and you say, I wish I was never Santa, you then miraculously 
or no longer Santa. And like undo everything. Yeah. Right? It, it's this weird thing. Um, Which is really messed up for the entire rest of the world. It's not that all of a sudden <laughs> at that moment you don't be Santa and somebody there's like a job opening. You go all the way back to when you started, which means everybody else in the entire world and universe also has to go back where you started. And then we see how it affects everybody else's lives. So it's really, really a selfish. Yeah, act. it's like the butterfly effect. Yeah. Like yeah. It's all of a sudden it's like because he goes back, you know, OK, so he, he's no longer Santa. Are we going here now where he's no longer Santa? Not yet. Okay. We're, not, we're yet. not even close. OK. Yeah. I got some things to say about that when we get to it. Though. OK. OK. So. um Okay, so he finds out about the globe, and then he needs to get to the Hall of Globes to get to the globe. Which it wasn't even a hall, but okay. Okay. And, like, you notice how he miraculously found the room? Like, oh, this looks like where it would be. Yeah. Remember? Like, he just was like, hmm, I think it's in here. And it's a rotating thing, like a goofy... Yeah, it rotates, and then to get into the room, when Santa leaves it, he just stands on the other side. <laughs> That's how he gets in. I'm like, really? Yeah, like li- like from Scooby Doo. Like this was like a Scooby Doo hidden yes trap door type thing. But no, I think it's like the swivel doors in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. It's like yeah. both. But yeah, it's like Scooby Doo did it more elegantly though. Yeah. I, it was so? more you class. Think so? I think you were like, oh, that makes sense. This it one was, I was just like, yeah. you knew that the minute that thing rotated, I was like, oh, this He's is gonna be on the other side. Yeah. Wouldn't you think the security yeah. would be a little bit better at the North Pole? Like, I feel like they need to hire. Uh, did you ever watch the show Scorpion? Yeah. Like, they yeah. need you mean to the hire show where Scorpion. every single episode they all thought they were going to die. <laughs> yes, every, yeah, every died. single one. They should hire, like, Scorpion <laughs> to come in and, like, help with their security system or something because it was god awful. Down to the point where Jack Frost could just walk up to anything and open a machine and blow cold air into it till it blew up. Like, he, I know. He, he was doing whatever he wanted. Yeah, like, nobody at noticed. all times. Like th- nobody ever was like even, what's he doing here? Yeah. Or I'd never seen this guy before. He was going around demanding like hot cocoa, and they were bringing it to him. I was like, <laughs> this seems well, very implausible. Well, you I have put, at least I, that one overzealous mall cop type, you know, security guard with his flashlight that would just be walking around like he thinks he's awesome and he wants to become like a police officer, but he couldn't cut it on the force. And but his big brother was one, and you think he'd at least be walking around like, excuse me, sir, what are you doing over there? But no, nothing, no security no. whatsoever. Well, I think they paint the elves as being like super innocent and like yeah. not used to people lying to them or like sabotaging their work you mean <laughs> idiots yeah that is that's <laughs> no, true like they're though. just not used to it yeah. so like when he's like mm, tempts them with coco in the back blah 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 and they all just leave and he yeah that is with true both. did yeah. you notice by the way jack frost turning small elements of the north pole into canada he was like replacing signs remember the scene he replaced a sign with something else I don't. Uh, there was a scene was on a store. He replaced the sign for like Canada something. I can't remember exactly what oh. it was. But he literally has now. He's just replacing signs. So somehow he got a sign made in the North Pole. You mean then, over the storefront? Yeah, and then he was supposed it. to do that, and then it fell down. And it didn't work. No, I think he was replacing it because it did Canada something. That was what because, I thought. Because his, the parents are coming down because they were going to say it's oh, Canada. Oh, okay. I, which, I thought it was just him turning everything into Canada okay. slowly. And I thought it was a Martin Short thing <laughs> right, where it's like yeah. he's from Canada and he was trying to Canadize everything. But which uh, is so funny. They're, um, when they do make it all Canada and they have a, like that tree farm area with all the Christmas trees, it says yeah. Canadian Christmas trees from Canada, <laughs> where you are now. <laughs> like just three different sites. Like, that actually made me laugh. <laughs> there was no subtlety to this movie. <laughs> no. Like no, Jack Frost no, had none. none. Like it wasn't, the minute you could have, I swear our daughter who is two could have watched this and been like, oh, he's bad guy. 
Yeah, oh, she would have known. Like every month. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh gosh. That's okay. <laughs> so, so he gets I did like the when the parents first. Oh. oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was, no, I had a, there was a bear reference. I wasn't sure if you guys caught in the movie. Where? Oh. Where the, um, her, Mrs. Claus's parents, when they first get there, they're talking about, I think the last time they had like been on vacation, they went to Yosemite and they stayed in the lodge and the wife wouldn't leave the lodge because there were bears outside. Missed that. Which is smart. Very. Jeez. <laughs> um, I wish a bear would have came in and took at that out moment a lot of and just mauled her. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, okay, I don't like bears, but in this situation, it's it's helping. Um. Okay. I guess we could talk about when the parents, when her parents meet Jack Frost, they look at him like he's crazy. Like, you look weird, which is how everybody should react to Jack Frost. But they're <laughs> right. the only two that do. Well, like, he's got, like, that's normal. It's like his hair was done with gel. It's slicked back, but it's with like ice. Right. Yeah. I think that's the point. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying that he looks like a weird person. So, totally yeah. Weird. Like, and it's his not eyebrows, weird. To... His eyebrows are frostbitten. Yeah. <laughs> so he looked like Guy Fieri. He did kind of look like him a little bit. <laughs> Kind of. He did say something about donkey sauce at one point, I think. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so he has a snow globe, and it's just his point to get just keep bringing Santa down, right? To the point where he's just, there's so many things going wrong, and trick him into saying. Well, I never wish he even, better. like, talks Mrs. Claus into, like, doing things to drive a wedge between them, and it's like, yeah. why would you be listening to this man yeah. who you don't know that is, like, uh, like it, none of it made any sense. He's like inserting himself into everybody's lives, and they're just like, "Okay, cool." And Jack yeah, Frost also hit yeah. on the mom. Yeah, he did. Oh, that got weird. They sang to each other. Yeah, that was the one where they were singing, not the Easter Bunny. Well, um, the Easter Bunny, but yeah, everybody they were singing hit on that her. one too. But yeah, Jack yeah. Frost, like they're singing to each other, and he he asked her to be his own. When she sang the <laughs> the phrase something about Jack Frost nipping at your toes, at your yeah. nose, whatever. I'm pretty sure something happened. Like. He enjoyed his, it a little. In his, in his pants? Something happened a little bit too much because <laughs> yeah. he made a weird noise twice. <laughs> He's yeah. like, do it again. Yeah. So <laughs> so I, so it was really strange. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's such a narcissist that when people talk <laughs> about him or sing about him, it it gets him going. Ugh. It was gross. And it was clear. It was, and she kept talking to him after this. I was like, this is... The, the very next scene. So after... Oh, by the way, when Jack Frost sets the fire... Alan Arkin, who is Mrs. Claus's dad, right. comes out of nowhere with a backpack <laughs> full of fire extinguisher and puts the fire out when nobody else was reacting. Nobody was yelling fire. Like, the fire was going because he had set the fire, like, what, a minute or two before? So no one's even reacting to a fire. And he runs in to put the fire out with, like, green goo. And I'm like, where yeah. did he get the backpack? How did he know about the fire? And they never, like, they never touched it again. And then we learn later yeah. on that there's elf firefighters. Yeah. So where were they? I don't know. Did Alan Arkin kill an elf to get that backpack? <laughs> it, with the way this movie went, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering here. This is yeah. Okay, so you want to go into the time travel part? Not because, really. Well, Jamie likes a good time travel movie. Well, a good one. And this was yeah, this was after one, yes. he froze uh, um, the ex-wife and Judge Reinhold, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That was a dark scene. <laughs> that was. Very, very fidget, dark. Basically, it would, while their closet, while their child watched. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. He comes out of the room with the globe, <laughs> and the little girl sees him, and she like, screams. 
And he, yeah, and he like, like very maniacally was like, I wouldn't do that. And you're like, what is happening? And then he freezes Judge Reinhold and her mom, like essentially would have killed them. Yes. And then locks her in a closet (laughs) with this. After threatening to freeze her too, unless she gets in the closet. So he essentially kills her parents and then puts her in the closet with her dead parents and closes and locks the door. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, this guy. And like, obviously they're not really dead, but I mean, it would have been in real life. So yeah. Jack Frost is also a sociopath. I, I believe yes. you're correct. Yes. So like he is the Joker. <laughs> so Santa really? is so Santa's spiraling and you know they break he breaks the treetop chopper thing and Because Jack Frost pulled the pin to hold the tree up. Right. Because apparently that that was the like one of the last straws and the toys are breaking and all the stuff. Which by the way, on. the tree fell. So. Santa didn't push it. And then Mrs. Claus is like upset with him, and then her parents get upset with him too. Mm-hmm. When it was just oh. gravity, like he didn't do anything. You notice they they didn't even mention his resemblance to Santa Claus until she saw a freaking ornament. It was <laughs> yeah. like, wow, he it does look like Santa. He looks like Scott. They're the most obli- like, like Jeremy wow. said. They're the most oblivious, <laughs> dumb people that have ever walked because they have no clue. Like, oh yeah, well, I I knew that from the first time he walked in the garage with the dad, and he was just shaving off the side of a door. That's what I. What's he building? A door? Like yeah, they, they couldn't even have him build like a table or chairs. Yeah. Like and then later he wants to side. reconstruct the entire uh, um, uh, hospital room, the delivery room. Like he yeah. says, like he can help reconstruct the whole thing. Yet the only talent we've seen him have is to use um, uh, what you called from like 1847 to shave down an old door because it was sticking a little. So we, we want to believe this guy's in charge of a new delivery room. I don't think so. I don't think and so. And that was the same scene where the delivery room randomly became like a, a shipping office. Like there were just elves in there working and there was yeah. a hole in the ceiling. I'm like, yeah, wait. It was falling apart. And, and they never explained it. Like, did Jack Frost <laughs> do that? Did he Probably. tell them? Like, there was no th- explanation. It was just like all of a sudden the elves were just like, we're taking over this room. And then, yeah, it, yeah, it made, no, again, made no sense because this movie makes zero sense. Made no sense. <laughs> I agree. Oh, okay, time travel! Can we move into Can we move into the last third of the movie, where it's we can, actually well, we a never little try. tiny bit. Well, we never address the time travel, in a, what happens really. That's what we're doing. Oh, okay. That's the That's last third to. of the movie. It only lasts like the last. Part. Yeah, this movie is only ninety minutes, and yeah. I think without okay, if you take the credits out and the weird pauses and the nothingness, I'm pretty sure this movie is probably more like twenty seven minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> less than an episode of a yeah. sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it moves. It moves quicker than most horrible movies like it does move quickly i felt like i felt like it took forever i was was doing stuff while i had it on but i've seen it so many times so i didn't have to like like we watched this in two night spans because i couldn't like i literally (laughs) like this movie is taking forever oh no yeah okay so he makes you know he tricks him into saying i wish it was never santa and then they some sparkly glitter things happen around the globe and then they get transported 12 years earlier when this the santa before scott calvin falls off of his roof before he actually from santa claus one from santa claus one yes only cool thing they did was integrate the original footage into this movie like they did do a good job of that but i'm pretty sure i could have edited that in that's hashtag Back to the Future because yeah. that's like Did my favorite movie. Did you just hashtag? I hashtag Back to the Future. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so he so they're trying to fight over who gets the suit and, and and you know Scott's trying to get so Jack can't do it and Jack does anyway. 
He gets the suit on and Which this scene disappears. Didn't make any sense to me because they do this scene twice. So the first time Jack Frost, shockingly, becomes Santa. Then the second time they do it, we see the Scott Calvin from Santa Claus 1 out in the front yard. So why didn't he show up in the first time? It didn't it didn't work with the timing of their move of the the first part. But that's not that with the writers. I mean, they, they they didn't want him to come out. Right, like it didn't make any sense. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't even like going yeah. back in time. Like it's different. Uh, yeah. That, and you're telling me Tim Allen couldn't take Martin Short? He would beat him in a fist oh. fight any day of the week. Martin Short's a midget. Apparently, he's, he's like five three. He's very yeah. short. Yeah, he's very he's very small. Um, okay, so Jack Frost gets on the suit. He disappears, and Scott's like. What? So he gets, they get transported back to current day, like present day. Yep. And Scott is this big businessman in his office. I think that was his office working on Christmas Eve with his assistant. And he, it's weird. He gets transported. He acts like he knows exactly like what his job is, like what's going on, except for where his family is. And that's what I don't, if they went back in time, then he wouldn't remember becoming Santa in the first place. Correct. How come him okay, and Martin no, Short are the no, only this people is, that this remember is the whole, anything? Yeah, this is the whole thing Like with Back to the Future. They still remembered how it was whenever okay. it changed. So it's like history changed around those two. But it didn't for those two in a sense. They still remember the old. So they still remember, they still remember the, the old, but they also are living the <laughs> Yeah, new. they remember okay. like two yeah. different timelines. Yep. Okay. So yeah. technically it is. It's two different. Yeah. It's an alternate universe. Just go watch Back to the Future too. I love those Which movies. is a much better time so travel good. movie than this. So, so much yeah, better. So yeah. Um, so uh, so he, you know, he goes to his ex-wife's house. Who? What's her name? I don't know. I it's a different actress ex-wife. from the first one, though. No, it is not. No, it's no, not from same. the first movie. No, no, that's not, not a different actress. No, that is not same. a different actress. She just she she, she got a much better haircut. And what happened to her? She and looks Jill a little okay. different. Okay, her and Judge Reinhold have had some bad plastic surgery then. Yeah, because Reinhold in some of those scenes, you could. It was like. What, I know that's not his real name. What's his real name? It, Judge Reinhold. Is Reinhold's. that his actual name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Judge Reinhold. I'm just calling, I'm just calling him from Arrested Development because they had Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an my awesome trial name. with Judge Reinhold. Yeah. He, yeah. you could, like, somebody was like, oh, that's some bad plastic surgery. Like, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they go to the to her house and she's apparently a waitress. And Charlie. She looks like a drunk, though. Like she I think that was per- on purpose to show yeah. that she that she had had a rough life, um, but Charlie doesn't want anything to do with both of them apparently, and he went their life, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because you're a cute kid does not mean you become <laughs> a cute adult. <laughs> <laughs> he was adorable in the first one. He was his so little bowl cute. cut and all. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this one, he wasn't in it much because I think at this point he wasn't acting anymore. I don't. Think I'm so. pretty sure he doesn't no, act. No. So I think he was just in this because they're like, hey, we want to make a trilogy complete. Because he was only in it the very beginning and that one scene where he's like leaving to get in a van. To go with yeah, his girlfriend? like go out with his friends or something. Yep. Yeah. At yeah. that like point, was it was Christmas like, Eve. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he was in some like punk rock band. And then uh, <laughs> at the very end, he was yeah in the workshop again. But it was maybe 10 minutes total screen yeah. time, if even yeah. that. Probably less. But yeah, then, then we find out from the ex-wife that um, Lucy and... <sighs> judge i can't remember his name neil. either scott <laughs> yeah no no, no he's neil yep was neil scott? and she was laura neil. Oh, scott neil. yeah neil right. and yeah. laura and then laura. santa is scott yes. calvin okay yes yeah. okay so neil and lucy are at the north pole which is turned into essentially 
an extreme terrible version of Disney. Oh it's my more God, like I a, totally wrote that down. Yeah, yes. like, it's more like a bad circus. Yeah. Oh no, 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 I, no. I know the point. I know what they're going for, but I'm saying that the execution looked yeah. like a really. I felt bad like they circus. took the worst parts of Disney and the way people mm-hmm. act at Disney and purposely put it in this movie. Like, pay all this money. Your kids yep. are crying. Everyone's yelling at each other. And it's just... Up and all the, all the cast members look like they want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they looked like they wanted to kill themselves. Yeah. I thought at one point we were going to see, like, elves lynching themselves. I was like, this is bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess Disney's making fun of themselves in this. I kind of That's the like thing. It. It's a Disney movie. You would yeah. think that they would, like, not want to make that correlation. But they yep. clearly... Some, they're just yeah. they're just embracing it like yep we're bad sometimes um but okay so they're at the north pole and um he's trying to find lucy and neil why did he need to find lucy again i forgot because she he was, was it? she she believed in him right yeah. and that was a whole thing and she would remember maybe supposedly that well he well no he didn't go looking for them he just went looking for um for uh frost no, he was there looking for her because he asked if. No, he happened face. to no. He happened to see them when he was there because he figured he had to go back. Oh. He had to reverse it, so now he's got to trick Jack Frost into saying he doesn't want to be Santa. But when he shows up, he happens to look over, and that's when he saw. Judge but he Reinhold knew they were Lucy. there because he got the idea to go there from. Well, the that's mom. true because she said they were there. Yeah, but I it was still kind of that collaborative. That's right. Sure, yeah, and right. I, he figured out he needed her to go get the globe out of the. Yep the hologlobe yep that's right you're right yeah but what can we real quick here um so jack frost becomes santa mm-hmm. a big part of santa claus one was when he became santa like he couldn't keep his beard like yeah. his beard would grow and he got fat yeah um jack frost is like skinny with like a weird <laughs> i don't even know crazy weird hybrid hipster beard he looked like a santa you would visit in a back alley in the city yeah it, uh-huh. it was like a hugh hefner <laughs> like he had on like a scarf and a robe and all yeah. like this doesn't make any sense because the first one, obviously, when you become Santa, you just become fat and a big beard yeah. and your hair goes white. Like, so even that, like continuity wise, like whoever did the continuity in this movie was not either there or they were just cashing a they paycheck. just didn't care. <laughs> just didn't care. Yeah. So, um, so Lucy goes to get the globe after Scott gets arrested or detained. Detained. But then- but then goes outside and watches a concert. <laughs> what was the? Okay, first of all, I think Martin Short told everybody on the movie that like, I will not do this movie unless I can sing a ridiculous rendition of New York, New York. Agreed. I bet that was Probably. in the contract. Yeah. And this was all after oh, Tim Allen was approached by Curtis, who's trying to upsell him a recordable <laughs> pin. How convenient. How convenient. What a convenient plot point this would be that nobody would ever think would come up later. But alas, it does. (laughs) Shockingly, (laughs) it does. Uh, Yeah. It was just so silly. That whole that whole North Pole section was so silly, but and the song went on for like two minutes. I'm telling you, that's where I think Jamie's the whole time. And the whole time, Martin Short is like in it, like he's like I'm doing it, and all the elves or who's participating. They look like it's a North Korean like death camp. Like yeah. they look so depressed. Like yeah, who was waiting for one to off himself in front yes. of the whole crowd? <laughs> well, like just jab notice- a candy cane into his neck. <laughs> but his like his costume too. It was like a robe. No, that's what I said. It's like a robe with, with like a, a blue scarf. scarf. Yeah, like and it, a plastic it was face. It was very super- Hanukkah. So I also think that was being brought into this from Martin Short, who I believe is Jewish. 
Is he really? I, I, I don't know. know that. I feel like this entire movie is Martin Short demands being met because by he is also Canadian, right? So he had so to get Canada in there, a song, and a little bit of Hanukkah. Is that why he's in this movie? Do you think someone that really likes Canada wrote it and then was like, "I need Martin Short in this"? I feel like somebody just liked I, Martin Short. I think somebody was drunk. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're all. I right. think that this was a bet <laughs> that someone lost. Yeah. And Tim yeah. Allen is owned by Disney, and they're just like, listen, this thing you're doing was Sa- released in movie theaters. I know. I know. It's like, you're doing Santa Claus 3, and he's like, I don't want to. And they're like, you're doing it. It should have just gone straight to video. Yeah. And it was beat out, because I was just looking a few things up, by Borat opening weekend. <laughs> I believe Which was that. rated R. So for a rated R movie to beat out a Disney family movie. An opening weekend is is pretty says something about that Disney family. Movie. And did it? I'm assuming it came out around Christmas. Yeah, it I mean, was. I think. Yeah, because it came out 2006. Uh, I had it right in front of me here. 06. It released 2006. 2006. Uh, I don't know when the actual release date was, but it did not come out into uh, oh theaters November third, 2006, and it did not come out on DVD and Blu-ray till a full year later. So they were like, this was such a bomb, made about $85 million total run. This was such a bomb that we actually have to wait a full year and hope that we can just prey on people who are in the Christmas spirit, and yeah. they will have forgotten what a dumpster fire this was, <laughs> and we can sell them a DVD. What was the, what was the budget for it, does it oh, say? Oh, gosh. Um, let me see if it says, because down here I is uh, critical response, which probably can't read some of these. Because I'm going to assume it, that this uh, 12, movie probably... 12 million, oh, 12 million box office was 110, $110 million. So it made some money, but that's not... I mean, God, $12 million, What were they paying? $12 million Tim is Allen. nothing Peanuts? to make a movie. Yeah. That explains a lot of the CGI, though. That explains the okay, CGI. Okay, let's talk about the CGI. We hadn't even discussed it. It's oh, terrible. So bad. Oh, it's not even... It's like CW level if you were watching Smallville back in the day, which I think yeah. Smallville had better C, or CGI than this movie on the it CW show. Horrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Like the part when he, um, Santa, is trying to put the toy back together, like make an electric <laughs> scooter thing or whatever, you can see him look, look like he's working. He's not touching anything. Yeah. Like if you look at his hands, he's just like moving around. And I'm like, there's nothing in front of you, dude. Like and it was terrible. It's like the and guy uh, pounding paper in Spaceship Earth. Yes. He's nowhere yes. near that paper. And by the way, that scene was like 35 seconds. <laughs> like it was so I was like wait a minute what's, and it, it just kept changing shots of him for just 35 seconds like magically turning three toys into one it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was three like, crappy ma- toys into one crappy toy yes basically and then that, apparently that was what every kid was gonna get oh I'd have been so mad if I woke up Christmas morning and that was yeah, under I mean, my tree Santa's gonna get a revolt going on his hands here <laughs> and by the way Jack Frost during the singing of that song did anybody else find it like oddly aggressive when he was singing very like it had a weird tone like he was singing some of the lyrics of like i don't even know it just seemed like weirdly aggressive the whole time yeah mm. Mm. but then San- or then tim allen came in like a wrecking ball he literally he dropped literally did. <laughs> he does. i was and like I, whoa i don't and I love the this. scene where it, and they always do this in bad movies where there's security on either side but for some reason they can't just jump on scott calvin like why like, they, we're not getting paid enough for they this. have to do that weird like shuffle thing where they're like i'm gonna take a take a step forward but then i gotta take one back but then oh no he moved oh he climbed on top of this little house yeah. like that, they would have had the tasers out by then 
just one on each side, right in the neck. Scott Calvin goes down. Jack Frost is Santa forever. End of movie. Yeah. I mean, essentially. If they were good at security, that's what <laughs> right. would have happened. Yeah. yeah, they were bad. And why weren't they elves? They were actually like full-size human beings. Seems like that would have been it something. It seems like Jack Frost outsourced security yeah, at the North did. Pole or something, which he I don't did. know why Santa didn't do. It was sm- yeah, it was smarter than when Scott Calvin was Santa. I mean, that's something he could take. Because because yeah. Santa, like North Pole, all that was no longer a secret. Yeah, in Jack that's Frost true. World. Everybody knew where it was. It was not mythical anymore. It was real. Whereas when Santa, when Scott Calvin was Santa, it was still kind of like a, if you believe, you can see... Right. Thing. Yeah. So they Which, couldn't the way, bring in an actual. Whole... See, Jamie's Jamie's actually filling in a lot of these things that I thought were plot holes. So this is movie oh. is really getting good. I'm gonna see, go watch. She's it all. She's all details. I know. Details. But you notice, um, <laughs> Jeremy, too, um, when the whole underlying um, theme of the first movie was very much like, um, what was the elf Judy? Yeah. She was believing. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. And that's yeah. kind of like the whole thing of the movie. Like. I believe in Santa and I'll see it right. kind of thing. And this movie had no theme. Yeah. None. Like, like hurry up and have your baby. Well, we <laughs> talk about too, whenever Scott jumps on North pole airlines and goes to the North pole, <laughs> he like, they show the plane flying to the North pole. Where was that plane going to land? Cause there was no like runway. It was just a giant hole where the North pole is. And like, this was like just yeah. a jet. Like I, yeah. I feel like I don't know how it happened. And if this place was so popular, how did he get such last minute access? Like you couldn't just the day you couldn't wake up Christmas Eve morning and go, you know what? Going to Disney. Let me go ahead. Let me get a flight immediately. <laughs> let me get park tickets. Let me get right in. Uh, let me book my fast passes. Like he just did it like it was nothing. Just And he got it, access to. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. It, how yeah, long would part. a flight be to the North Pole from? Let's see. Where were they? Oh, they were Chicago. Somewhere like I that. I want to say I mean, something talking... like that. So what's a flight from Chicago to the North Pole? I mean, That'd be a few hours, right? Is that anything like going from LA to Hawaii? Ten hours, probably. You think that far? I wonder if I uh, can guys, you up. know Nobody's where the North Pole it. is? It's at the north. I don't know the mileage. It's a ways <laughs> it's, up it's, there. It's a long ways away. Um, okay, well let's let's move on to getting back to present day where it's normal. So okay, he tricks Jack Frost into saying. Or not until well, with the, the, with the pen. pen thing. Yeah, he catches, and holding the globe. Well, earlier he's clearly holding up the pen. And I forget how he does it, but he gets Jack Frost to say, I wish I was never Santa. Because I think he's... Because he said, you'll never make me say it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You'll never make me... So he, um, you know, foreshadowing, uses the recording pen to do it. But didn't he literally say, what was that you said? And yeah. then clicked it. So he made him say it twice. And he clearly didn't <laughs> notice, right. like, he's got a pen up by yeah. his face. Like, say that again, please? Like, the worst, <laughs> like, wired person trying to get someone to say, like... Do you please say you want marijuana, please? Like, yeah. and, and, and Jack, Jack Frost would know that that is what that does because that's his right. stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So he gets the girl. The little the girl bowl. gets the globe, mm-hmm. which then he said, "What's her name? Lucy? Lucy, Lucy. Lucy. He yells, "Lucy, throw it!" And she throws it it's all in slow motion. And during the slow motion part, he pulls out the pen. So Jack Frost catches the globe, which he has to hold it apparently. Mm-hmm. And then this whole thing, and then he clicks shockingly clicks the pen, and then they just, time travel again. It works out so yeah. well. So they tra- travel back, you know, 12 years before that. So back to the original, I'm getting, I don't know, the original timeline, it's from, I guess. It's from Santa Claus 1. Yeah. Where's yeah yeah that whole scene. and he's able to scott calvin's able to stop jack frost from putting on the suit 
Um, Which was anticlimactic. They didn't even get close to the suit because they just played scenes from Santa Claus 1. Right. We got to have a, a young Tim Allen. And no, no I, I get it. But the whole time, it's just these old men on the side of the house fighting. And I'm like, how would they not see this? Like, <laughs> No, how would he not see how that? How would Tim Allen yeah. not see these two dudes wrestling <laughs> next to his house? Because they're like on his property. It's like... like <laughs> you wouldn't know. I'm pretty sure if I went outside and even if like a Santa Claus had fallen off my roof, I would be like, "Hey, what are those two hobos doing wrestling in the snow?" <laughs> like, Maybe I should check that out before I go put on this random jacket that's laying in my yard. I got a dead Santa and two hobos wrestling, saying they want to be Santa. I don't. Know I would just going. move. I'd be like, I'm not living here. This is the ghetto. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure at that point you do move. Uh, by the way, Chicago to the North Pole flight roughly seven hours and ten minutes. Oh, that's not as long. That's long. Wait, do people fly to the North Pole? You can. There are airports there, uh, apparently. Um, But again, he showed up around dinner time on Christmas Eve to the ex-wife's house, then hopped on a seven-hour and ten-minute flight to the North Pole. So at that point, it would already technically be like probably Christmas morning. It'd be around midnight, one in the morning. Uh Uh And there's a lot of people there for midnight or one in the morning. Is it just open 24-7? So is the thinking then, since they go back in time again, that that part didn't matter? I guess. I guess that would be the thinking. Well, right, right. So they so they go back to basically everything's back to normal. Nothing changed in the ripple effect of. But they everything. both remembered what happened. Yes. Right. Yet again. Okay. And and here's my question. So they get back into the North Pole as it as it was, and he uh, Santa finds. Uh, Mrs. Claus and the parents and everything and she's he's like oh I'm so happy to see you and she's like it's only been a few minutes he's like you're right it feels like it's been years <laughs> okay D- the thing is did he live those 12 years over again, again? I guess because, not. I think it, because yeah. he didn't remember anything about the family he didn't know that they were divorced um, I don't yeah I didn't don't... know so so it couldn't have felt it, it, what did it feel like a couple minutes I'm guessing what would have happened was he would have gone Okay, the time travel like of him, what would happen without being Santa? But he would have like they talk about these time travels. Like he would have all those memories just in his head of what. But then again, he didn't know where anybody was at, so it's almost like he just got plopped into like the future and and just yeah. That's what I'm saying. So did he like again? Did he live those twelve years? Or I don't just, think he did. He just drop in and like all of a sudden, oh yeah, I think he just to... dropped right back exactly where they left off. But the original Scott Calvin did live. Would see again? You can't have two alternate universes that just mesh like that it's a everything the whole trouble. universe would just implode right it's called a paradox and the other man. part <laughs> is if the story in 90 minutes was it convoluted enough the other story in this whole thing is family and spending time with them because he learns oh yeah. if i wasn't santa being bad with the family so he goes back and mrs claus isn't mad at me more he was never neglecting his family as santa he was just being santa right he was like working. he has to have work time that would be like in the real world like I'm working and you're mad at me constantly because I have to work. Yeah. Be like, it, it, I was. it was all this work-life balance <laughs> subplot right. that never actually came to fruition because nobody figured anything out. All this crap's going to go down again next year. Guaranteed. For sure. And now we're going to have a one-year-old running around that he can't pay attention well, to. And the thing is, in work-life <laughs> balance, if you're Santa Claus, all your work is basically on one day. So like, right. if even if you're mad at him, here comes <laughs> December 26th, he's got lots of free time. 
Yeah, he's got vacation. <laughs> like, I don't understand. You will, uh, yeah. And then all of so, a sudden, her family wasn't mad at him anymore, and sure. they liked right. him. Everybody was happy, but then they had to, they found, oh, Lucy came down, like, hey, my, my parents are frozen. You gotta unfreeze them, right? Well, Jack Frost is the one that has to unfreeze them, and he won't. He won't do it. But only if he's unfrozen. Can we talk about how creepy the frozen parents were, by the way? Weird. That was the bad CGI. No, I mean, when they rolled them out on, like, they rolled them out on on dollies, and they looked so (laughs) creepy. They did look creepy. Well, and this, though, was Um, after Santa says to the parents, let me show you what I do. And then it takes them about three minutes to still figure out that he's Santa Claus. (laughs) And he's like, wait, no, wait, Alan, you're, you're Alan the Ar- guy. You're the guy. It's you. No Alan, crap, Arkin, man. Alan Arkin says, oh, they're not little Canadians. <laughs> they're elves. Like, yes. They slow. You can see their brain. You can see the hamster just running in the wheel in their head. And they slowly oh. still figure out that he's Santa after he pretty much is like, guys, I'm Santa. Right. right. The it, it, what did, didn't on. Alan Arkin say, whoa, like four yes. times? Yes. 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 He just whoa. kept going. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. And then, by the way, can we talk about how her parents... So the Easter Bunny was hitting on her mom, yep. who was a real creep. And then Alan Arkin was like hitting on uh, Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was. Did this turn into like a weird swingers movie? <laughs> yes, Maybe. Yeah. A bit. Like, it had some weird thing. And then Kevin Pollock was in this movie as he a pantsless Cupid. Cupid. Yep. They got some... I mean, well, I want to say big names, but at one Decent. point, people who had big names... Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he, and it, I think Santa tells Cupid, do you want to put some pants on? And he goes, no, it feels kind of good. <laughs> or and then flies it. off. It's like, yeah. so we have a pantsless Cupid running around. Like, I'm, yeah, I, I don't think Cupid is up to anything good. Yeah. So everyone at this point is aware that he's Santa Claus. Right? And then all of a sudden yes. everything's fine. Like they had the biggest but, issue of the movie was that there was they oh were no. running behind for Christmas. We need to talk about how uh, Jack Frost is unthawed. Oh my gosh. Because that was ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, does she have superpowers? That's my thing. She can it's an warm act people. of true love. Unfree- Wait a second. This sounds familiar. Well, yeah, oh, recently. that's right. Because Santa gave her a globe. <laughs> yep. And in the globe, it's her... Then hugging a snowman and turning it pink because like her hugs bring warmth. Yep. Like that part, I was like, oh, clearly no. it was foreshadowing, by the way. Oh, you're yeah. like, yes. And oh. Jack Frost is like, what do you, what do you do? He goes, she goes, I warmed your heart. So she hugs him <laughs> like against his will woo. and it thaws Jack Frost. Yep. Yeah. Is this and a superpower? Parents. I'm telling you. So she has supernatural powers. Like, mm-hmm. is she able to thaw out things with hugs? Mm-hmm. 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 And then he turns completely. Uh, back to like, well, he, he almost turned to Ed Grimley from the old SNL because all of a sudden he's got regular brown hair, slick <laughs> oh back, gosh, a full right. white suit. He turned into like a gospel preacher. Yes. Like, what was that about? Why couldn't he just be wearing like a nice like suit? He had to go all white, head to toe with his goofy parted hair. Which, by the way, was he no longer Jack Frost? Nope. I guess not. Did so Jack how Frost... are we going to get snow and ice and stuff now? Like, yeah. Like, was Jack Frost just... Is, yeah, that whole thing didn't make any sense. <laughs> like most of this movie. Yes, like all of this movie. Yeah. Oh, and then somebody yelled out for Elphicers. <laughs> That's right, he did. And then they came out and they were like <laughs> elves in cops outfits. And it was like, wait, wait they've been here the whole time? <laughs> Jack Frost was like terrorizing all of North Pole and these Elphicers were nowhere to be found. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Also, they were somewhere uh, with the, the firefighters, I guess. Well, how creepy out. is it that her OBGYN is essentially like an a 11-year-old child. kid? I was yeah, like, uh-huh. Is... Nope. Mm-mm. Oh, oh also, when that she was hugging, the little girl was hugging Jack Frost, he was making like weird sounds. He so he has like it. a 14-year-old girl hugging him and he's going, ugh, like weird groaning. Wait, she was like nine, dude. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. 14. <laughs> well, I'm saying she looks way older than she was acting. She was acting five. She was probably like 10. I think she might have been 10 or 12, but okay. she was acting 24. like she was, <laughs> she was 24. She was 26, and uh, she's, she's a little Canadian. So she her plays uncle down was much, much an younger. exec. That's how she got Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, probably. But no, like, it was like, like he's making all these really weird noises, and then he's like all of a sudden he becomes unthawed, and he's he's cool. He, yeah. just needed some, he just needed a hug. And then both of the parents unthaw, and some of the, again, the worst CGI we have ever seen is the ice breaks off. And then I they're mean, just right back to normal. There wasn't even like a period where they were like, "Hey, we've been thought, like, we've been frozen for a while." I know it wasn't that long, but Judge Reinhold, a little bit of an Judge Reinhold went, "Oh, that's true." Group that did, hug that did get him back to normal, <laughs> and yelled out for a group hug of yeah. everybody in the room. And then that's when the Easter Bunny starts sexually harassing <laughs> Santa Claus's mom. So I think he thought like, "Oh, here's my opportunity in a group <laughs> hug. I'm gonna get in on this." And then yeah, whose hand it, is that? Yeah. Oh my god! Is, is that a carrot in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me, Easter Bunny? Is that what she said? No. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I knew it was something weird. There was something creepy going on, but yeah. I oh mean, I gosh. feel like Jack Frost becoming unthought of the hug is some weird thing about like sexual frustration or something. I feel like they were just trying to send some weird message in this movie that just, uh terrible movie. It was. It was not good, and I will probably be watching it again. <laughs> That's yeah. The sad part. Yeah. Okay, are there some people who actually thought this was a good movie? Well, yeah. So we'll do a we'll do a what are their segment names? At, <laughs> yeah, we'll do a segment at the end um, of these shows where we talk about people that actually really really liked the movie and didn't see anything nice. wrong with them. Okay. Should we call this segment um, "Terrible Opinions"? But go on. <laughs> so um, I picked womp, three, womp. Um, and these are these are funny ones are they so. from amazon they are from amazon okay oh, awesome. um okay so the first one is um it says five stars great for the third movie it says a lot of fun i love the santa claus movies this is my second favorite out of the three okay fun to see the first movie blended into the third movie light christmas laughs great for christmas drinking <laughs> that's Ooh, the that laugh. sums it up the Christmas drinking. So this guy's watching the movie drunk. Oh, this is a woman. Or this person. Yes. They're watching it drunk. Yes. Which probably makes this movie much better. I, yeah. It has to. Um, so that means... so All right. Yeah. So this was their second favorite. So they put Santa Claus 2 in third place, I assume. So yes. Santa Claus, Santa Claus 3, Santa Claus 2 is their ranking. What was Santa Claus 2 about again? Uh, that's when he life. actually had to, that was the, um, that's right. Yeah. yeah the yeah, actual yeah. clause where he had to get married. I got to get right. married. I love that movie too. I thought it was, I thought that one was great too. So much better. So much better. than the Oh, third one. like Santa Claus one and then two or like, if you're going to, yeah, it's like seven, eight out of 10. And then Santa Claus three is like a two. Yes. Okay. Here's another one. <laughs> that's funny and sad at the same time. Is sad. It says, very funny, and I usually don't like Tim Allen. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, their like, entire review. That's, that's the whole thing. And wow. I'm like, wait, you think this? Mo- you think he's funny based on this movie? Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> and what's sad about it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, creepy, yes. Yeah. 
Okay, this is one. This is uh, this is written like ten months ago, maybe. It says lots of fun. Once again, was not in my collection. Had to buy it. My son and I have movie night. It might be Harry Potter or Jurassic Park or Disney. Then whoever picks, we close our eyes and try to hear what movie we were watching. Lots of fun. <laughs> I, I do own this. I do own this movie as well. By the way, like I literally own it on Blu-ray, but it I'm came part of the three the three movie set. So. Well, that's the only way they're selling this is a trilogy. Yes, Nobody's going to buy this one. Yeah, the only way they're going to sell this movie is if you if you bundle it together with the first two. And it's like nine ninety nine for all three on Blu ray. Yeah, which I Something feel like, like if that. you tried to sell this movie, you'd have to pay people to watch it. It's like I don't know. I don't want to see that. By the way, how disappointed is that kid thinking he's going to watch like Harry Potter or like some good Disney movie, and then he turns it's just Santa Claus three. But I'd like I think I would like to play that game where we just. Like let's let's all get in a room sometime. We're gonna watch a movie. I'll let like one of my kids pick it out, but we all have to close our eyes and listen to it only for five minutes, and we have to guess what movie it is. Because that that's sounds like, like the game they're playing. That could be a game. Yeah, I mean, Jamie does me sometimes. She she won't tell me what's on, and I I'm usually pretty good. If it's a Marvel movie, I could tell you exactly which movie it is within like. Yeah. Sometimes when they roll the Marvel credit thing, I can sometimes tell you which one. Oh, it is. Oh sure. Yeah. I mean, we do something similar. Yeah. Like I will tell Lacey go pick out a movie, and I've got. I don't know, probably 500 movies in my office, like, in DVD cases. And she'll pick one out and won't tell me what it is and put it in, but it's not like she's blindfolding me, making me guess. That would be horrible. You should try that. I might. I'm going to try that tonight. <laughs> okay, is this is this movie... Okay, it's a bad... Well, I think we all agree it's a bad movie. Yes. It's not a great movie. But no. is it a bad movie that's so bad that it's fun to watch? No. No, I actually don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I felt like it was... I don't know what really constitutes that type of movie, but it wasn't that. Like, this movie was just... It seemed like everybody was phoning it in. It was... Yeah. You could tell it was cheaply made. And it was just like, oh, we're going to bring this out for Christmas. Which, clearly, this thing made money. It profited. It made right. more money than it cost to make it. So, like, right. they, they did what they wanted to do. Yeah. It's like, what is its intended audience? Because Kids. adults, definitely not. Yeah, it has to be for children. Yeah. And apparently drunk women, according to that one review. <laughs> apparently. So. That's the only way you can <laughs> take your kids to see it, which I think there's so many weird stuff. Like, this goes to show me, too, like movies remember as a kid, there's so much weird stuff yeah. that's like the parents and, and adults will pick up on, but as a kid, you don't. Mm-hmm. Like so much of them, like how much when I was a kid, did, like this is one thing we'll do on the show is we will go through movies like we liked as a kid and then probably have our childhood ruined by realizing that half these movies we liked as children were like really like inappropriate, <laughs> inappropriate. or yeah. sad. Yeah. Like now, having the it, Easter Bunny sexually harass everybody throughout the movie. <laughs> so true. Now, would you, if somebody came to you though and said, hey, I love Santa Claus 1, I love Santa Claus 2, I hear there's a 3, should I watch it? Are you going to tell them, yes, you should to round out the trilogy and warn them that it's bad? Are you just going to say, oh, you totally should, you're going to love it to trick them? Or do you tell them, Absolutely not. Don't ruin the first two movies by watching the third one. Yeah, don't don't watch it. It depends on the first two. The second one, you don't you don't need the third one. It depends on if the person asking you if you like them or not. Yeah. If you don't like them, be like, it's fantastic. You should definitely watch it. Why would somebody that you don't like probably approach you and ask your opinion? I don't know. In this scenario, I don't know why they'd ask me, but I would. Hey, Jared, you hate my guts. Should I go watch this movie? (laughs) Totally, you'd (laughs) love it. Well, obviously, they made it for kind of like a money grab because it was, you know, first of all, it wasn't very well put together. It was cheap, and it was only a few years after the second one, right? Right. Second one came out 
04? Yeah. I mean, it obviously was a money grab. It was Christmas Do you think there was a contract involved? I mean, we could do some research, I guess, but do you think there was a Tim Allen contract involved stating that he had to make three of these movies? The role three? Yeah, probably. Because I know that happens a lot. I mean, a lot of times they'll do that. They'll, They'll have a four or five movie deal and the oh. studio may never actually execute on it but the actors have to if well the franchises usually now it's six yeah it's oh, six movies yeah so the actor can't get out of it but the movie the, the movie yeah studio could just basically be like eh we're not gonna do it anymore okay so here's yeah. here's a, a question for you guys Santa Claus 4 what would it be about what would I mean, you it, have that be if they had said we have to make one, we we just we went back in the contract. We realized that Tim Allen was signed on for four. He's coming, saying we owe him money. We have to make it. It'll be direct to DVD. But what is your plot at this point? They have a, a son mm-hmm. who now should be several years older than Santa Claus Three. Let's just say that's been what that came out shoot ten years ago. Now they got a ten year old son. How does he play into it? Well, it has to be about the clause that's written because yeah. that's what all three of them are about so yeah. i got it the um, clause is that he has to pass down something to it he has to convince his son to be santa and the, ooh, the son like doesn't want to be the, santa the sand yeah the son doesn't want to because he's seen what it does yeah to his and parents he has to, every christmas season and there's some clause he that he has to have he has like, to pass it pass on it. to i like that yeah and then, or yeah. he gets a a, a cat and it's called the Kitty Claws, and he has to make oh, he has to convince his cat to take over as Santa because that's about where this franchise was heading. <laughs> that a cat now becomes Santa with the Kitty Claws. I normally would would just be like, <laughs> you need to leave the room and think about what you just said. But I think that this franchise would go down the route of talking animals in movies like Air Bud. Like it's just like the cat becomes Santa, and this like Santa Claus Five is just all animals talking. <laughs> which are the worst movies I ever worst. i would watch it i totally would we're basically Our, getting that soon the lion king is coming out that's yeah. true it's very true <laughs> but you, did you notice that the the baby's name they named buddy yes and I, I immediately thought of elf this came out two years after elf mm-hmm. which was, so was not it? a disney movie but i'm there had to have been to, they had to have done that on purpose so is Maybe, this the yeah. baby that from the elf movies that was given up for adoption oh wow and it's so really and Santa, Santa put a yeah. spell, <laughs> maybe, and thought it was their, and their... made them convinced it was their kid. They gave her adoption, and James Caan is a grumpy, <gasps> the grumpy dad from Elf. Yeah, let's find. And this out. is actually an intertwined movie, and Santa is really a deadbeat dad <laughs> because after that's it, Santa Claus Four. It the baby tears them apart because clearly Mrs. Claus is not well. Like she's, she's having like issues she the whole time. It. Yeah, so she just has a mental breakdown. And it's like I'm out of here. I don't like being secluded from my family. And then Santa's like, I can't raise this baby with a bunch of elves. They're insane. <laughs> and he just gives Buddy to another elf that we never see again. I think that's exactly how this plays out. That got dark. Yes, it did. <laughs> it's either <laughs> that go, or it's going to turn my into kitten cats. Santa. I like that one better. The kid and nice Santa. Cat Santa. I mean, that one's Santa definitely... Santa kitty. <laughs> that one's definitely happier. I will uh, give it that. Can, can we at some point, and it may be next Christmas, we've got to do Santa Paws. Have you seen Santa Paws? Uh, I have not seen Santa Paws. Okay, I've seen the, tr- the, no, maybe, no, I'm sorry. That might be different than the Santa Buddies Christmas one. Are you thinking of Santa Claus, C-L-A-W-S? No, no. There is no. there is a Disney one. You remember, Disney made all those buddy movies. Yeah. And they they started with they got to a point where there's like four of them and there is a Christmas one. It's got Christopher Lloyd in it as the dog catcher. Um <laughs> and it is god awful. 
but oh. it would be a good. I don't care if we don't even talk about it. I want you guys to see it. Let me. I, I'm going to look it up real quick. If it's uh, if it's a bad name. Disney movie, we will do it. We yeah, Santa. It. <laughs> it's called Santa Buddies, and Santa it came Buddies. out in 2009. Um, with uh, yeah, that's nobody in it you would know. Tim Conway is one of the voices. Um, I know who that is. But yeah, you it, you've got to watch some of those. Santa Buddies is pretty bad. There's like a rapping b-boy dog. Puppy, of course. Of who course wears like is. a gold chain and like a headband and stuff. It's what? awful. Of course he is. Okay, well, that's about it, I think. I mean, does anybody else have anything they want to go over? I mean, I think we talked about this no. movie. We we talked more than we should have about this yeah. movie. Yeah. I think we talked about this movie more than anybody else ever has. Yeah. <laughs> More so than the people who made the movie. The people who wrote it spent 20 minutes. (laughs) We just spent over an hour discussing it. Uh, And they're sitting somewhere probably, I bet, sitting on a throne of money. Just They're just still making (laughs) bank somehow. I guarantee it. All the royalties. Every Christmas they roll in. Because this is one, I want to say, for Freeform and Disney, there's something weird with the movies they're allowed to show on Freeform from Santa Claus. I think Santa Claus 3 is not one of them. Santa Claus 1 and 2. There's some weird thing. They can't show all three on did, Freeform. Did Disney distribute it but not produce it? Is that, that may how be it is? For the, yeah, that okay. may be. It's one of them. I can't remember if it's the first one or the third one. But, um, again, you can get the whole set for like nine ninety nine on probably on Amazon. I would suggest ordering the trilogy because you're at least getting the first two, which are great classic Christmas movies. Um, and then, yeah, depending whether... You're a good person or a bad person. You should watch or not watch this. <laughs> there you go. Probably a, good, probably a good one. I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks, guys, for being awesome and talking about this Thank horrible you. movie. Uh, yeah, this was a yeah. lot of fun. I'm, I'm so excited about this, like, series. Yeah, yeah too, because it's not information. We're not giving you any information. It's just we're just going to talk about bad movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's for sure. I don't know that you had to put that out there. They're probably well aware. <laughs> In case somebody's still listening, going, "We're not going to give us tips." Like we're not giving you any. <laughs> Wait, what fast passes do I play? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I just watched oh. Santa Claus three, and I'm lost now. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching today, and we will see you at the movies. Oh.